When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, quick. Carries a one-time rollover. Can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So, try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers fans? We have just lost a game, sadly. Um, the 49ers fall short. Uh, that's all we can say. It's a terribly called game in the second half. We're going to break that down. The 49ers lose. Was it a meaningless game? We'll talk about that. But with me, as always, is Clayton, the man after the game. He's going to be running the chat. Clayton, how are we doing, man? You know, I was doing great. It's beautiful outside. It's snowing. It's just a magical day. Uh, my Juventus, my soccer team, we won in exhilarating fashion. The team came up clutch at the end of the game. And here we are, John. It was just unfortunate to see a team that came out looking pretty good considering the personnel that great we had. Great early. Yeah. Yeah. And then come out of the locker room, and it's a completely different story. It almost looked like they forgot that they were in the game and they and, were playing a game. Yeah, like you come out and you're dominant. You're up 20 to 7 at half, and you came out in just two completely different teams. The second half was trash offensively. Um, I think we maybe had – let me just refresh and make sure that I'm correct here. You go into the half, and you had 240-plus yards. 
you finish the game with right at 300. So you had 60 total yards in the second half. You give Jordan Mason, who looked incredible, one carry in the entire second half. And again, like, understand that this whole show, let me just tell you guys this now. Not the big of a deal. 49ers still the one seat. You got out relatively healthy. We'll talk about Cleveland Farrell and what that looks like and all that. But the questions that have always arrived, like came about during 49ers losses, they're amplified. Um, and Clinton, can you turn your headphones down, man? I can hear the echo coming through just a little oh bit. So if you yeah, could turn absolutely. the volume down just on your computer just a little bit, that'd be huge. But, you know, I'll say this. Like Shanahan abandoned the run completely in the second half. You're up. You know, even into the fourth quarter, you're up eight point uh, seven points, abandoned the run completely. Um, down one point with you know, I think four and a half minutes left to go, abandoned the run completely. Let's just rely on Sam Darnold and a makeshift offensive line and guys dropping passes that are wide open. Sure, that'll work. Like the fact that Shanahan, even in games like this that don't matter, still regresses to pass happy. It, it, it just reminds me of somebody that's like an addict. He can't help himself. Jordan Mason's looking incredible. One carry in the entire second half. And he just panics. Pass, 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 pass. And what did that get you? Three and outs, turnovers. I just, I, it's so damn frustrating. Um, you know, that's my number one thing. That's number one. Number two, we got to talk about the kicker situation. And Clayton, I'm going to let you do all the, the comments because I'm scrolling over here on the craziness. Jake Moody terrible he was awful you know and you could say well he only missed two kicks well it was under 40 yard field goal super close then he misses the extra point you lost by one point you lost by one point and the loss matters to me it matters to me because you were the only team in the nfl with an undefeated divisional record that's gone now you had 10 consecutive wins against the rams in the regular season that's gone now now the rams got more momentum so everybody that was scared of the Rams beforehand, not that I'm scared of them. I'm not at all. But now they've got way more juice. And so this game, the first half could not have gone better. The second half could not have gone worse. Randy Gregory and Javon Kinlaw, you could tell they didn't want to be out there. Little effort as possible over and over and over again. Samuel Womack, one of my favorite players ever, and I'm so upset he hasn't got to play more. You saw why. You saw Steve Wilkes just getting pissed off and pissed off at Samuel Womack just not making plays, whether tackling, missed tackles, giving up way too much cushion, not aggressive. And so we saw why some of these players haven't been playing. D winners. Dude came in in the fourth quarter, finally gives up a huge touchdown to Carson Wentz up the middle. There's a lot of question marks and reasons why these back-end roster players haven't been playing. We got the answers for why. Yeah, they could not answer it. Absolutely, John. I got a super chat here. It's from Roberto. My man. How you doing, my friend? He says the only thing that matters is we came out of that game with no major injuries. Uh, at the end of the day, that's that's true in some respects. Uh, it, it's well, just a shame to end a season that sure has had ups and downs, but has been far more about look at look at who this team is becoming. Look at how they're how they're putting together games and they're finishing games. And and it just didn't, it wasn't the end of the regular season that I think people wanted. No, obviously. it was not at all. And the, and the injury that took place and you know, I got to say Fox news was uh, Fox news, Fox television show. Uh, it was awful. It was terrible. 
It was just terrible. Like, they didn't even cover a starting player getting carted off the field, didn't mention it, didn't talk about it the whole time. Cleveland Farrell leaves in the first quarter, carted to the locker room, and if you're just watching the broadcast feed, you have no damn clue. They had no clue about it whatsoever. It was just like, what the hell are they doing? Like, they 100% just farmed, like, phoned in the game, which was frustrating. But we'll have to see what happens to Cleveland Farrell. That's my number one concern as far as the injuries go. It was, wasn't the issue. He was able to limp off the sideline, but then was carted in relatively quick. We'll have to see. Now, what does Cleveland Farrell mean to this, this team? It means a lot because he's the guy that is the stable against the outside run. He's an all-out effort guy, and he's our best screen defender. Uh, one of the 49ers' biggest weaknesses is defending the screen. Cleveland Farrell going to be out for a long length of time or the rest of the postseason. Well, uh, you know, you put Chase Young into the starting lineup now. The good news is I did feel the rookie, Robert Bill Jr., played well today. He would be elevated to that next spot. So you'd have Randy Gregory would get more snaps. That scares that scares me big time. He's just too undisciplined. Then you'd have Robert Bill. Perhaps you could sign somebody, but you bring back Drake Jackson. I don't think anybody wants that. So not good. Yeah, you got out relatively, you know, healthy, and it was terrifying. You know, you saw Trent Williams get rolled up one play, and Debo out there, Ayuka out there, all these guys out there. It is scary. And you look across the NFL, look at the Eagles. You know, A.J. Brown, he's out, knee injury. That could be catastrophic. You look at the Lions, they lost their stud tight end to a knee injury. Jalen Hurts, like, breaks his finger. They pull him uh, in the first half, like, the NFL is all injuries are going to always happen. We'll see how the Niners got out. Maybe there's some more bumps and bruises we don't know about yet. But yeah, Cleveland Farrell is very important. These next two weeks, paramount for the 49ers. I'll turn it back over to you in the chat, Lee. Yeah, absolutely. And this this has been another kind of theme that I've been I've been seeing in the chat. And it's G Batsman here who has got, he's got a couple comments. I want to string them all together before we kind of go into that a little further. He says, to start here, we've gotten out coached way too much this year. And then he also wrote, I can't wait to hear your excuses, John, for the Steve's Wilkes masterclass today. He writes, it's the same awful defense wow. on third and fourth down, no matter who's on the field. Do you have a response to that, John? Yeah, man. A lot of animosity there, buddy. Uh, glad you're here, but you don't have to be. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, let's look at the stats. Let's look at what it was. The 49ers have not been good on third and fourth downs all year. And so if you're one of those, like, I guess, like like we just saw, like you're a Steve Wilkes hater, like the comment we just had, and that's okay. Like, you don't have to like Steve Wilkes. We have not been good on third or fourth down all year. We're the 22nd team on third down out of 32 teams. We're the 11th on fourth down. Now, we did have a lot of backups in, but so did they. Um, but if you look at, like, the yards, like, it's not like they had 258 yards. Like, that's incredible. It, we had more yards than they did, but you are correct. We were terrible on third downs. Penalties, blown coverages. Samuel Womack just was terrified to play close to anybody and the amount of missed tackles i think i counted three consecutive missed tackles on third down from agent zero who's one of my favorite players um was just it was so bad but yeah up the middle you know not good javon kinlaw was terrible today it was rough it was rough um definitely not a good performance whatsoever shout out to taylor hawkins who got his yes. first you know first game ever 
Goes out there and gets a pick off of a deflected ball. That was incredible. Did give up a touchdown and contested coverage late. But again, that was against Samuel Womack, who was a free edge rusher and walked up to Carson Wentz and never even put his hands in the air to try to make it a difficult pass. Like, yeah, I mean, you could say and you Steve Wilkes was pissed on the sideline. You saw him upset and screaming at Randy Gregory because Randy Gregory's just watching people run around on fourth down. Like, there are some issues, and you know some players definitely had a chip on their shoulder and were pissed off that they were playing so much. And I, I could see Steve Wilkes being like, "Screw you! You're going to play the whole damn fourth quarter, Javon Kinlaw. You're going to play the whole damn fourth quarter, Randy Gregory. You're going to play it all, and I'm not going to put backups in there. Like I don't know who you think you are, but you don't get to tell me what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. And you know this has kind of been Randy Gregory's mo everywhere he's been." Me, 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 undisciplined, undisciplined, and that's exactly what we got today. He did make one good play, um, but, yeah, there's some issues. And, you know, we're going to go through every single offense, defense, special teams play, as we always do. Um, we're going to be breaking that down. And then we're going to have a Patreon hangout for all of our uh, our Zoom hangout for all our Patreon members in the 49ersrush.com after the, the wild card um, week. So we, we just got to kind of wait and see with what those, you know, matchups are going to be. But I'd like to, Clayton, if you don't mind, I want to pull up and just kind of talk about what the um, the matchups that we know uh, and what that kind of looks like are. So let me pull this down real quick. Here we go. So right here we have Adam Schefter, uh, the NFC playoff picture. So now we know. And... You've got your one through seven, and these are our wild card matchups. So Packers at Cowboys. Then we've got Rams at Lions, which, you know, the Matt Stafford, Jared Goff Bowl. That's going to be a lot of fun. Then you've got Eagles at Bucks. And, man, the first thing that I got to say, Clayton, how do you pick a winner out of any of these three games is going to be difficult as hell because the Packers are playing good football right now, Cowboys offense for sure. Rams and Lions, who knows? Like that game could go either way. Eagles, Eagles were blown out 24 to nothing in the first half to the Giants. Now you got to play the Bucks. I it mean, it's go. just a trip, man. It's going to be fun to watch. I'm glad that we don't have to stress out about our potential wildcard matchup. And that is a testament to who this team has been throughout the entirety of the season. And I want to just touch on that real quick. I think it's, I think people you know, our obviously recency bias is always going to prevail, always. especially in in the content aggregation, the YouTube space, right? We're focusing on the now. We're focusing on what just happened. But overall, we're in this position for a reason, and it's because the team has played well throughout the entire season. I think when they do get back into action in a couple of weeks, we will hopefully, and knock on wood, we will. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We'll see that team again, and we'll do what we do. Right. And, like, again, you got to – the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. Now, if you won today, you would have had you would have been tied for the best record in the NFL, which would have paid us on one of our preseason bets, so I was a little upset about that. And you lost two games because of a kicker. You know, yeah. Jake Moody misses – you know, you lost the Cleveland game because of him and other reasons, but everybody did enough to win the game. Jake Moody misses the field goal as time expires. That's on him. Um, then this game, yeah, they were in the first half, but you miss a field goal and an extra point. You make one of those, then you've got the Rams going for two to tie it. So should you go get Robbie Gold? No, I'm not into that camp. You got to move forward. It's just kind of what it is. I mean, he's a good kicker. You look at his overall numbers for the year. He's an above average kicker. He's got the leg and the length, which is important. That's why the Nigersman got him and he's cheap because he's a he's a rookie. Now, does that mean he doesn't get the yips? Yeah, he sure as hell does. But if I'm the coach, you signed up for this when you spent a third-round pick on a kicker, which was stupid as hell. Um, that was just a terrible decision when you did it. It's a terrible decision. Now, look at this. This was the pick on our <laughs> live draft coverage whenever the 49ers drafted in the third round Jake Moody. That's me, and shout-out to the man, Brian Carter, 99. Like That was our face that a listener snapshotted when they made the pick, I hated it then. I hate it now, but you're in the boat that you built. You, you don't change now. Like, I don't think that Robbie, or sorry, look at that Freudian slip there. <laughs> I don't think that Jake Moody has done en enough to be warranted to be pulled. I, I don't think that he has. And maybe this was the learning moment and whatever else. And you've got him in practice. These weren't even pressure kicks today. The, the, the issue was, well, Jake Moody's never made a pressure kick in the NFL. That is 100% factual. He never has. These kicks weren't pressure kicks, though. You know, he was he broke the record for all-time, you know, consecutive makes and extra points for any kicker in the NFL. Um, you know, start, you know, without missing one. Well, that record ended today, but he is the record holder of that. So I feel fine with it. I don't like it, but once you spent that damn pick on him and with the season that he's put out there, it is not time to pull away from Jake Moody, in my opinion. You know, we'll see if the Niners bring in some kickers or whatever else, but Jake Moody's going to be your kicker for a long time. And I, I don't think bringing in, you know, another kicker is going to help with that or, you know, I, I just don't see it personally. Yeah, I, I agree, John. It's you made your bed. You got to lay in it. And you know, it was it was a shame that we didn't get to see that pressure situation at the end of the game. I mean, geez, they they had two drives there at the end of the game where it was just dropped passes, and thank goodness that hasn't been a prevailing theme this year. But it was certainly a prevailing theme in this game. Yeah, and I'll say this: I do want to go back just real quick, kind of mm -hmm. where Jake Moody is. Uh, I'm looking up all the different stuff for kickers. Right, he missed three kicks this year. If you want to count the extra point, yeah, okay, cool. That's four, but like, that's nothing. Like, that's nothing to scoff at. Um, 
what's the Cowboys kicker? Who's like the best kicker in the NFL this year. He missed one. Right. And the Rams kicker uh, who's, you know, been fired and all that stuff. He's missed one. Jake Moody has an 87.5% accuracy on field goals this year. Where is that? That's 15th in the NFL, slightly above average or right at average. Like, what do you want me to say? Is he great? No. Is he a top five kicker? No. Is he an average kicker in the NFL with a crazy leg? Yes. What are you going to replace him with? Yeah, it's not. And if you're going to say Robbie Gold, he's already retired. He would want three to four million dollars just to come kick in the playoffs. And two, he has told everybody and his mother that he doesn't want to be here. And you could never kick a field goal more than 45 yards. Can't do it. So. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm going to stick with gold. Uh, Dang, I did it again. (laughs) I did did it it again. again. (laughs) I did it again. That is awesome. Oh, that is too funny. But yeah, you're absolutely right, John. At this point in the year, I mean, the Rams brought in Brett Maher, the Cowboys kicker from last year, who famously, you know, was just missing kicks left and right. They needed him because they had up to that point, I believe, missed 15 or 16 kicks. Uh, throughout the entire season. So to have a kicker who's missed four kicks, obviously you don't want the kicker to miss any kicks, obviously, but it's going to happen. Human beings are human beings. Um, at the end it of happens, the day. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hey, is it possible the Niners lose a game because of a kick? Yes. Yeah. Is bringing Robbie golden, wasting a roster spot and all those things going to help that? No, that that's why it doesn't. So you spend these two weeks and you just keep moving forward with this. Like, you're not bringing in a kicker. The kickers that are out there are not good. Like, look across the NFL. If you just watch the Niners, I get the attitude of, well, there's a guy that's never missed a kick ever out there. But watch the rest of the NFL. Kicks happen. The thing with Jake Moody is he just gets in his head. That's what it is. So let's get to a couple other topics. Let's see where the listeners want to go with this. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll keep updating as more information comes in for sure from, you know, Schefter and all the different things talking about injuries. I'm over here hitting refresh nonstop. <laughs> I got uncle salty right here and he's, he's got a point that I've seen a couple times in the chat. And I thought, I thought it'd be interesting to touch on this. He said he felt like Darn- Darnold looked serviceable with the first team O-line and, you know, our starting wide receivers out there. I would be inclined to agree with him. I think the wheels really fell off when it was it was time to, you know, put everybody put everybody to the sideline who, you know, is going to be starting in our divisional round playoff game. Uh what what do you think, John? I thought he looked great early. Started 6 for 6, was dealing with the first team out there and with the weapons out there. Once you made a couple substitutions, Darnold just went to trash. And how many of those plays could have been just god-awful turnovers? Sam Darnold is exactly what we thought he was. Shout out to Danny Green. Like, he was not good. You look at the collective thing, he could keep things going for just a little bit, but as soon as he gets off his first read, trouble comes. Now, let's be honest, there were two amazing plays that he had in the fourth quarter. One deep to Ray Ray McLeod, which I'm so thankful he's back. Ray McLeod dropped it one deep to Chris Conley. And I like Chris Conley. He dropped it. Either one of those would have put the 49ers at midfield needing one or two more first downs than a field goal to win the game. So, but then you also got to look at the terrible fumble to, to end the game. Like some people just have no clutch whatsoever in them. And 
he's one of those. You know, shout out to my Longhorns. Like, Quinn Ewers, you watch them. You're in the freaking – you score a touchdown. You go to the national championship final. And Quinn Ewers throws the ball out of bounds three out of four throws. Three out of four throws. Like, some people just aren't made for the moment. That's just who Sam Darnold is. He was drafted third overall. Could not live up to the hype anywhere he went. But he is a serviceable backup. Now, this is the last year for Sam Darnold. He's on a one-year, $4.5 million deal. Sam Darnold's not coming back to the 49ers next year. It's not going to happen. But this was to determine at what he's going to make next year. He didn't do himself any favors. Like, he might compete for a job. That's the best case after seeing this because that second half, you go out there and get 30 or 40 total yards on five possessions. You had more three and outs in turnovers than you had first downs. Like, that's what we saw. And you say, well, he's playing with the backups. Well, he's playing against backups. Like, you've got to do something, and he didn't do something. So I feel more confident about him coming in and managing a couple series. But if the 49ers need Sam Darnold to start a game, yeah, I'm not – I don't feel confident at all about that. Sam Darnold's – Sam Darnold. He hasn't changed anybody's opinion about anything. And I'll ask the the – the people, you know, in the, in the chat, do you guys feel more confident, less confident, or the exact same level whenever you see Sam Darnold come in? Nothing changed for me personally. No, it didn't change for me either. And I'm seeing a lot of people in here who are agreeing with with that sentiment. It's Carson Wentz was better than yeah. he was. Yeah, and and I thought it was interesting too, John, that they had Carson Wentz running all over the defense. It was it's kind of like seeing the ghost of Christmas past, reminding me of of you know Forty ers defenses in the past who could just not stop quarterbacks taking off the football, and it almost felt like I don't even know where to really go with that because I don't think it was. I think it was just maybe a product of a lot of backups in there in the second half. But who's and I'll say right? this. Kyle Shanahan, I just tweeted this out. Kyle Shanahan gave Sam Darnold more carries than Jordan Mason. What the hell? What did yeah. Jordan Mason do? And people are saying like, oh, he's terrible in pass pro. Did you see Elijah Mitchell? He high-fived a guy on his way to a free release to the quarterback. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't understand this point. And I know the Shanahan loyalty program goes deep. This is crazy. Now, I know. And I love Kyle Shanahan. I love Kyle Shanahan. The 49ers are fine. I, I know I'm acting like the sky's falling. That's not it at all. I'm just beyond pissed off at what I saw in the second half. And it was coaching. We got outcoached every single level. Offense, defense, special teams. Outcoached against a division opponent that you're going to probably see in the playoffs. And I hope we do see him again. But, man, and, and the game doesn't matter. And you can shrug your shoulders and you say, yeah, we're the one seed. Who cares? bullshit i care i care i care why because this is my team and i'm representing this and these are the players that have worked hard and shanahan did not do enough steve wilkes did not do enough schneider our special teams coordinator has never done enough to put us in a position to have that advantage in this game the first half we did and then they just kind of like shrugged their shoulders. And you can say like, oh, well, they were just trying to get backup snaps. They were not. Jalen Graham didn't see the field. He didn't even get into the damn game. Like, it's not like you had you had backups in, but it's not like you were developing rookie talent and whatever else. It wasn't that at all. Like, Javon Kinlaw was out there the last snap of the game. 
That dude's starting for you the past month. And so, like, it's just weird to me. It was just, are, are we trying to win? Because I think we were. We were challenging plays. We are calling timeouts. We were getting pissed off on the sidelines. So it seemed like it cared. And I know a lot of fans are just going to be like, oh, well, it's whatever. Move it on. But it's just like, man, there are recurring themes here. And I know we're in first place. And I predicted us to finish 12-5 and five before the season. I wanted to be wrong. But, man, you got outcoached bad today. If I'm in that 49ers locker room, I'm not feeling good. I don't give a damn who you are. I would not feel good about today. No, no, I think you said it well, John. And let's see here. <laughs> Look at Sean Ferris here. What's up, Sean? You said your inner coach. It's coming 100%. up. And yeah, I would not want to be in your locker room right now, John Chapman. I'm just going to say that right now because they're I, not having fun in there. I would and be definitely. Yeah. I'd be pissed off, but like if you're Shanahan, how are you pissed off at everybody else? And so Shanahan has taken a lot more responsibility and he's been a lot less the cocky kind of whatever that he's been kind of labeled as. But man, like part of me would want to go off on these guys, but you can't do that if you're Shanahan. Shanahan's number one on this. Like he, it was a terrible game. Like, and how many, we had 23 rush attempts in the first half, 23. You only had six more rush attempts the entire second half. Like, Shanahan just can't run the damn ball if it's a close game. He just can't do it. He cannot do it. And, and it's not like you weren't doing well. You averaged 4.3 yards per rush. 4.3. Like, you were having success no matter who ran the ball. Elijah Mitchell was the worst, 3.7. Jordan Mason, Mason averaged six yards a damn carry. Six. And you gave him the ball one time in the second half. And, like, okay, Help me understand, why is it important to get Elijah Mitchell 14 carries and Jordan Mason 6? Like, maybe he's just trying to get Elijah Mitchell ready for a big workload, but it's not like he was good in it. He wasn't good in it. He wasn't good in pass pro. He wasn't good running the ball. He had a couple decent runs. There's no doubt about it. But, like, I, I don't know. He did catch both of his targets. He had two catches on two targets for 15 yards. Jordan Mason had one catch on one target for 12 yards. I I don't know, man. I don't know what Shanahan sees. I don't understand it at all. No, I think I think it really just comes down to the the loyalty program at the end yeah. of the day. It's Mitchell was, you know, he was originally touted as that next great, you know, kind of 49ers gem running back that they kind of uncovered you know, deep in the draft or I, was he undrafted? I can't even remember these. He was six round pick, but he was after they traded up for Trey Sermon. So a lot of people kind of discounted and I love Elijah Mitchell. It's Mm -hmm. just like, come on, man. One of these things is not like the other, literally twice the average running the ball. One average three yards per carry. One average is six, one average 12 yards to catch a catch. One guy averages 15. One guy can't pass block. And, you know, I get it. Jordan Mason gets labeled as the guy that can't pass block. He's pass blocked one snap this entire year. It was bad. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't near as bad as what we saw today. No, it was not. Uh, I got Flynn here. He wants to know how Luter was today. I saw him out there a little bit. He gave up the touchdown. Did you see anything you liked? Yeah, he's physical, man. Uh, Luter is very physical, very patient. He plays like a savvy vet, which I like. He doesn't panic. Um I'll have to wait till the all 22 comes out and we go through that together because, you know, as soon as you have a second and a half that the corner is in frame, 
because of the broadcast view. And so like, you can't really see, so you can't see the safeties. You can't really see what he did, but you don't ever see him really out of position. I don't, I think that he, he would be the first off the, you know, if you look at the corners we have now, especially that Verrett's out, like you saw what would happen. You've got Ambry Thomas, Demo, Charvarius Ward. Those are your three guys. If you have an issue in the slot, then you bring in Isaiah Oliver, who awesome open field tackler today. That's what he's been the whole part of his career. Not the best cover guy, but he can tackle in the open field really well. But if it's an outside injury, then I think you would be bringing in Daryl Luter Jr. So that's kind of your five deep, and you don't mind that. That's solid. That's good depth. I don't mind if Isaiah Oliver comes in. Not what I want. And I don't mind if... Darrell Luter Jr. comes in, not what I want either, but like you have those options. So the 49ers have established some depth. That's kind of a Steve Wilkes thing, um, you know, but we'll see. I, I wouldn't feel confident with those guys in, but you can play some ball. Yeah, and let's, let's touch on the rest of the secondary as well, John, as we're getting kind of deep in the cupboard right now. Taylor Hawkins comes in, has by and large a pretty incredible game for, you know, coming in your first regular season game. Uh, how'd, you, how'd you feel about Logan Ryan? Logan Ryan was everywhere. He was playing with some, you know, sauce to him, which I really, really liked. He was out there celebrating. He was aggressive. We haven't seen him play that role. But usually Logan Ryan is the back safety. And then we have Jair Brown or Eric Harris or whoever else is playing be the aggressive in the box safety. But with Taylor Hawkins out there in his first game, they said we're going to move Hawk to the back and we're going to move Logan Ryan to the, the in-box safety guy. I thought he looked really good. I thought he looked really good. And I'm going to be honest with you, the 49ers are going to have a decision to make because when Jair Brown comes back, do you just give it to the Rook? I know he's the long-term option, but man, there's somebody in that coaching room. I don't know who it is that's going to sit there and say, you know, in that personnel meeting, they're going to say, coaches, nobody's talking about it. We're going to give up fewer big plays if Logan Ryan's playing than if this rookie Jair Brown is. So do we want the big splash plays? Because if we do, Jair Brown's the guy. But that splash plays for both teams. So those conversations will be had. I, I, I think Jair Brown will be back and will start. But th- there's going to be a couple raised voices, uh, arguments in, in that coaching office. I'm just, I, I don't know who's picking who, but I'm telling you right now, Logan Ryan's, he's played well. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of, of interesting things you can take, even from, you know, the disappointment that was this game. There were a lot of players that, I mean, geez, like I, I saw the, I saw this a couple times in the comments. People calling the Niners really top heavy, and I'm interested to know what you think about that because I, I feel I feel as if it was maybe their views were a little jaded, especially just with the collapse in the second half. I thought most of the backups who came in in the first half and kind of played with that blended, you know, starter, maybe some second stringers in there, they looked good, and that's more of a realistic look than basically what amounted to a preseason game as, as it got deeper into the game. Yeah. I'd say the ones and twos, we were fine. We had the advantage. It's just Sam Darnold kind of fell apart and Shanahan didn't call a game to help his quarterback at all. Um, Whereas McVay called a perfect game for Carson Wentz. And so, you know, not, I'm not saying I want McVay over Shanahan, not at all. I don't, no. but I'm telling you right now, first half, all Shanahan, all 49ers, second half, all McVay, all Rams. So if you're saying we're top heavy, I don't think so. I don't think that's a fair assessment of the rest of the NFL. Uh, the ones and twos we had, and I want to break in. Matt Barrows just uh, put this out. He says, just spoke to Cleveland Farrell. 
He said he left the game largely as a precaution. Best news ever. He said that he's optimistic about playing in two weeks. He's walking around without a limp in the 49ers locker room. That is the best possible news we could get today. Um, besides Jordan Mason getting more carries, I think that this is the number one thing. So that's wonderful. That's huge. So two full weeks, who knows, maybe more. Um, you know, usually the 49ers are the one seed. Last year, both one seeds played the Saturday divisional game. And if that's the case, then we've got, you know, 13 days from, you know, today. And we're going to be out there tailgating. Today is the last day for early bird ticket prices to our 49ers Rush Road Trip tailgate, premium everything. It's going to be one of our biggest tailgates we've ever thrown um, at Levi's. So if you want tickets on the cheap, right now is the time. Today is the last day. Tomorrow it's going to bump up. Um, and I mean premium everything, fully catered, full bar, full prizes. We're going to have TVs out in the parking lot. Now we're going to have – we're going to leave the TVs up. So if you can't afford uh, tickets to the game, I get they're very, very pricey. You can hang out in the parking lot. We have to downscale it. We can't leave everything up, all the tents and all that stuff, because the Niners don't want that. Uh, but we can leave, a, you know, the TVs rutted, a couple beers out, things like that. We're going to have some of our teammates there uh, running that. I'm going into the game. But, yeah, if you want to join us, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Last day. Today is the last day for early bird prices. Prices are going up tomorrow. And I'll say this, John. Uh, all of the 49ers Rush events that I've been to, have been just absolutely life-changing you meet My people man. you meet so many people that you would never you know you would never meet otherwise and it's just so it's so special the community that that you have built john and and everybody coming together supporting the supporting the red and gold it's awesome and if you've never been out there's no better time than the playoffs it's gonna be epic man i'm really pumped about it and yeah, you know, it's all about just creating the atmosphere for a community and healthy thing. Kids are free to every event we ever do, 17 and under. And if money's an issue, reach out. Uh, don't allow that to be a hindrance. Just reach out, email me, come work the event. You can help us set up and tear down and, you know, things like that. We'll find a way. We don't do things for the money. Yeah, we got to pay for these events, which do cost a lot of money because we don't. We don't we don't do cheap anything. Uh, we're no. premium only, baby. So we got a full freaking bar with nothing but premium drinks. We don't do well drinks or any of that stuff. Uh, IPA, seltzers, whatever you want, we got on the on the lockdown. So uh, come check it out. Now let's get to some more of these questions, Clayton. Let's do it. I got Sean here again. Uh, he said he didn't really like Wilkes, but results is our, our results. The secondary is the best we've had under Kyle. The defense is still great. He's got some critiques, but he's not going to let a weird preseason style game, and I would echo that, change my mind about what what we've got um, on the defense. Yeah, I mean, Wilkes, the adjustments that have been made in the second half for all these games has been incredible. I think this might be, I don't know, let me look at the, the score. This is the most points we've allowed in the second half. Um, and so I, I believe all year the 49ers lead the NFL in points allowed in the fourth quarter with, I think, 3.4 points in the in the fourth quarter. We gave up eight. So, you know, that that's huge. And, yeah, I'm not trying to discount that. I'm not trying to throw this away. That matters in the evaluation. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But would you take the 17 games we've had or the 16 games we've had or this game? Which one means the most? I wanted I think, this damn game. I'm pissed about it. I'm still upset. I'm going to be upset for a while about it. I wasn't going to drink tonight. That was the plan. That might buddy. be changing. <laughs> that might be changing. Oh, man. That is just... Dang. <laughs> Look what you make me do. 
49ers. Come on, come on, Kyle. Come on. <laughs> he didn't need those tequila shots later. I'm just no. saying. Yeah, they're coming, man. They're coming. <laughs> oh boy. I've got I've got Drock here. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Uh he said, Do you think it's possible that Kyle didn't run the ball as much in order to put Sam in situations that he wanted to see him in? I don't see it personally. If that was the case, you would have ran those plays earlier. There was a point where we had, I think it was 19 rush attempts on 27 plays. So you were running the ball two to one to start the game, and it worked. You scored on all three possessions. Actually, no, you had to miss field goal. Um, but like it was working just fine, and then you abandoned that. So, yeah, I mean, I understand that some people might think that, but why wouldn't you do that earlier? I mean, Kyle was the whole game plan in the first half was make this game as quick as possible. That was the fastest first quarter in the history of the NFL. I don't know if that's legit, but it sure as hell felt like it. It was quick. First half was quick. Then we get in the second half. They start calling timeouts. They start challenging plays. They start throwing the ball like crazy. And it's like these two guys, Shanahan versus McVay, they can't help each other. They got to go at it. And Shanahan was found wanting. Now, I know Shanahan has dominated, absolutely dominated McVay. But we're talking coaching. You got to give it up to McVay this game. He wanted it. He went for it. He kept running the ball with his quarterback. Um, we did not, and it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, John. I got Sin here. Shout out to you, Sin. You're the best there is. She said that's enough to make her drink, and she quit. (laughs) (laughs) You're the best, Sin. Thank you. Love that. I got Mosquito Killer here. What's going on, my man? Good to see you. Uh, look, he's done well this year. He's all in on Moody. Let's let him John's develop. The best, man. Yeah, I mean, you can't change it right now. Like, nope. it, it, like you can say, like, okay, well, let's change it. What are you going to do? Are you going to cut this dude? Are you going to put Moody on IR? And, and then just, you know, sign another kicker that's off your salary cap. You know, all the people that are talking about Chase Young and Brandon Ayuk in the future, you need every penny you can get. And then that roster spot, that's another thing. You're going to cut a corner? You're going to carry two kickers? It, it, like, I... I understand how easy it is to say get somebody else in here. The practice of it do not comply. They don't compute, right? Does not compute. Like it just doesn't work. And I'm not a smart man, um, but I do know what the 53 man is, right? That's my Forrest Gump, Jenny. Anybody? Anybody? No, no nobody sorry. got it. Nobody <laughs> got the Forrest Gump reference. All right. Anyway, let's get to the next one, Clayton. Let's keep <laughs> let's them going. Do it. Let's do it. I got Bobo here with the super chat. He says, I'm sure everything's fine. I'm just so irritated oh. that we lost the Rams. Same old sorry-ass Rams. It's terrible. There were so many opportunities to kill their confidence going into the playoffs. And now they're going to go in there feeling like they're on top of the world, John. Yep. Yeah, breaking records, you know, uh, mm-hmm. with their rookie wide receiver, which he's awesome. Props yeah. to them. And, you know, yeah, it's frustrating. The, the good news is, like, again, and we look at – you know, the NFL matchups and all that stuff. I I don't know. It would take – here's how the 49ers will play the Rams again, okay? Very simple. The Cowboys beat the Packers. The Rams beat the Lions. If those two things happen, because the 49ers will play the lowest seed, the lowest possible seed, seven, that's the Packers. If the Packers lose and the Rams win, we play them again right back in Levi's. And I am totally cool with that. I – that does not bother me. That does not scare me. Is it the team that I would choose to play first? No, but that's what it is. 
I'd rather play the Eagles if I could play any team. I play the Eagles. You crushed them. You ripped out their freaking soul, and they've sucked since. They were 10 and 1, and now they're fighting for wild card spots, and they're just terrible. I want to play the Eagles. That's who I want to play. But, you know, it, it, the, the response look, look, the idea is this once you get to the divisional round of the playoffs, you're only playing good teams. Good teams make it that far. And so whoever you play is going to be good, but you shouldn't care. You're the 49ers. And we're not going to have 14 out there. We're not going to have backups and all that stuff. We're not. We're going to have our guys out there. And that is what's key. That's huge. Yeah, no doubt about that, John. Uh, Let's see. I've seen this quite a bit today. I got Gino right here. Gino said the NFL, they got exactly what they wanted. They got Stafford back in Detroit. Uh, And I mean, I don't want to go that far. Uh, We had plenty of chances to shut him down. We had plenty of chances to go kick literally just get one more point but yeah i mean they're they're probably doing victory laps right now uh, at the headquarters the league i'm sure yeah i mean that's going to be the fun one it's probably going to be i don't know if it's going to be the monday night game i keep refreshing because they'll release the schedule for wild card weekend within the next probably hour hour and a half um and so we'll, we'll kind of see what that looks like but you know there's because there's a there's Saturday games, Sunday games, and one Monday night football game. Now, the I, and I hope this because I want the Rams to play the Monday night football game because that would give them one less day, you know, going in to play the next round. So the 49ers are going to get extra rest no matter who they play. Um, but I will say this. If the Rams are the Monday night football game, they would not be the Saturday game. I don't think the NFL would do that to a team a super short turnaround. If you're playing Monday night, they'll reward you and probably put you on Sunday. So we'll, we'll kind of see how that looks as it comes out. But I'd be fine playing them again in two weeks. Bring it on. Let's go. Yeah, I, I'm with you, John. I I don't care who they see through the NFC. I, I just I just want to see good football, and obviously I want to see the Niners win. I got Mike <laughs> Frost here. Uh, thank you for the super chat, my friend. It's too bad Darnold turned into Darnold. Sure Cinderella, did, man. Cinderella just ran out of time at the ball. It's too bad. It really just is. Saying, see, Clayton's saying he turned into a pumpkin because he has red auburn hair. I'm not saying that. You got that, me. You but got but me. Clayton no. is saying that. And so, yeah, it, the clock struck 12, <laughs> and uh, Ginger Darnold, man, he turned into the pumpkin, and that's what it is. I love him. And I like Darnold. I really do. But it's just like I like him as a backup quarterback. And I know Kyle's going to sit there and say, oh, we think he's the top 32 starting quarterback in the NFL. He might be right. But, like, nah, he's not. And I hope he goes on and signs for a lot of money and we get a comp pick. But he sure as hell didn't help that today. His contract status is not going up. He's not getting $4.5 million next year from another team. It may be right at it, but it's not like he's going to go get a 7 or $8 million deal. He's in that Trubisky kind of tier of quarterbacks that have experience that have elite traits but just up here it's not there consistency it's not there and you got bonehead turnover plays that's who sam Darnold is that's who he's gonna be when somebody shows you who they are repeatedly believe them believe them yeah i mean what i what i see for sam next year is probably signing with some team that's got question marks at quarterback, or a rookie quarterback or a rookie and he'll be that guy who goes in and pushes the guy that they actually want. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. 
And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw quick. Carries a one-time rollover. Can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. Yeah, And try and push that other guy to be better in, in the preseason, in training camp, all that stuff. And that's, you know, it sucks for him uh, coming out of the draft, being so highly rated, third overall pick, and it just hasn't gone his way. Have Trey Lance, you can talk about Sam Darnold, you can mm -hmm. talk about all those things, but you just take it and you move forward. Yeah. And, you know, if we're going to keep talking about NFC West, how about those Seahawks, baby? Must win situation, and you lose to the Cardinals? Oh, that's awesome. Did I mean, they, it wouldn't mattered anyway. Oh, did they come out and win? No way did I they. I thought they won. I thought I saw they, they won. They did 21 to 20. They, they did. won by the same we did. So, my oh, bad. Dang it. Uh, it's what it is. So, congrats to them and their moral victory. But uh, I hope they enjoy watching us play in the playoffs. So, uh, it's 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 a weird slate. It's what it is. Um, and, and we'll see. We'll, we'll just kind of see what happens next because that's all we can do right now. I'm refreshing like crazy. They're not updating but let's get to some more questions. I see you got some more starred. Let's get through these kind of quick. Let's yeah. do a light. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Mosquito Killer again. Can't give Moody too much crap. He never got the opportunity to redeem himself. The offense just blew it. Uh, I got yeah, Jason 60 here. yards in the second half. Yeah. Not good. Not going to work. No. Uh, Kyle's second half recklessness. Teams, they're going to they're gonna be watching that tape. And they've they're got gonna... a lot of tape on that, man, because mm -hmm. he did this. In you know Atlanta, he's, been, he's done it yeah. with us. This ain't the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time that teams have seen this. You get this team in a close battle, Shanahan will only throw the ball, only. And I don't give a damn if it's Brock Purdy. I don't care if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, if it's Sam Darnold. You can say whoever you want. Right here, tell them George Kittle. And us being a one-dimensional football team isn't very good. It's pretty damn simple. It's pretty damn simple. And we haven't learned that lesson, and I don't know if Kyle ever will. I hope he does. I love Kyle. Don't take this as I'm like, oh, I hate Kyle. I love Kyle. But that's his flaw. That's his kryptonite, right? Superman's amazing, but he's got that one flaw that just no matter what's going to hurt him, that's Shanahan, man. That's his kryptonite. Yeah. I got to throw the ball whenever I'm stressed. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do something about that. We'll just have to wait and see. I got Ed right here. Ed, thanks for being a YouTube member, my friend. <laughs> How does a quarterback drop yeah. the ball without getting hit? That was rough. That was rough to see. It was bad, man. It, you got to protect the ball. You know, you're trying, you're making plays, and it's frustrating whenever Sam Tuttle did make two huge plays. Ray Ray dropped one. Uh, Conley Chris dropped Conley, one. Yeah. Now he's out there trying to make his third play, and it was just too much. The moment was too big for him. Didn't you know fundamentals? You don't run with the ball out here like this, and he did, and it cost him. So, 
You got good tape of Darnold. You got bad tape of Darnold. That's exactly who he's been. His whole career was summed up beautifully in this one game. In this one game, you saw all that you needed to know about Sam Darnold. It was a microcosm of all that is. Number 14. Tough to see. Uh, John, you got any more bets coming down? How do we how do we do today? I know we lost. Yeah, we did one. good. We no, we hit them all because we did a three team teaser bet. Um, we, we took the Texans. Shout out to D'Amico. That's your coach of the year right there, taking his team from the second overall pick in the draft to win in their division in his first year. Incredible. I took the Packers and I took the 49ers, even though the 49ers lost. We were plus six. Whenever we did the 10-team teaser, so if you bet with us, you won. Uh, but we didn't have a lot of bets this week. We will next week. So for the wild card round, we will have several bets um, in throughout the week. I'll keep posting those, the49ersrush.com. Go sign up. You can do a seven-day free trial. And so, if you look, here's the deal. The 49ers don't have any football for two weeks now. This is the time to learn. You want to know what the 49ers versus Rams looks like? Guess what? Not only will we have this game broken down, you can go watch the other – I think I have 40-plus breakdowns. You just type in 49ers Rams. We've got like 40-plus breakdowns. You want to see us against the Eagles. Uh, you want to see us against the Packers last year. Every single team that's in the playoffs, Tampa Bay, you want to see how the 49ers match up against them? We've got that up for you right now. As soon as you sign up, you get access to everything. The links are in the description of this video or audio platform. Um, that's all there for you. And a seven-day free trial. So sign up for free. Check it out. That's eh, not really for me. Cancel. No questions asked. You're good. Or if it is something you like, you can keep supporting the show. And if you want to know the best way to support the show, right there, the49ersrush.com. Head over there. Support the content. Uh, it helps us with the parties and just everything. Kind of keep going. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like a broken record saying this. I think I say this every week when we talk about talk about the website. There's too much content. You will not run out of things to watch. No. <laughs> That's I, the plan. You have to be you have to you have to be putting in long hours to catch up on all the work this man has done, breaking down film, talking shop with the boys, going going on the Zoom calls. There's there's too much good stuff. It's it's a great time and if you love football, you want to learn more about football, I I would not go anywhere else. Yeah, and thank you, man. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And and I'll say this again. You know, at, put things into perspective. The number one thing is you rested your studs. You got out. It sounds like, you know, our Cleveland Farrell is going to be okay. Outside of that, no big injuries. You, you got out of this. There are some questions that arose. That's going to happen in the NFL. But the 49ers are in the best position, the absolute best position, even better than the Rams. You look at the Vegas numbers, we have the number one percent chance to make it to the Super Bowl. We have the number one odds to win the Super Bowl. We have the best situation. Is it perfect? No. Are there injuries? Yes. Are there questions? Yeah, our kicker. Um, Shanahan in close games. I get that. Those are questions. But we are right where we want to be. Exactly where. If you said, go back to August. And you said, look, the 49ers are going to go 12 and 5 and be the number one seed in the NFC. You would stop me right there and you'd say, yes, please. Everything else be damned. Brock Purdy's healthy. Trent Williams is healthy. Debo's healthy. Ayuk's healthy. Bosa's healthy. Fred Warner's healthy. Right. Charvarius Ward's healthy. You got, man, we are in a perfect spot. Doesn't mean I'm going to sit here and say everything's great. That's not true. That's not the way life is either. But, yeah, living a pretty damn good life right now as 49ers fans. This is great. 
This is great. This has happened 10 times in 49ers history that they have been the number one seed. We have four Super Bowl wins that were a result of those 10 trips. So you're telling me right now we got a 40%. Actually, that was we've won four out of nine. This is the 10th time, so results pending. That's over a 40% chance that you win the Super Bowl. I don't know if those odds all work out or whatever, and mathematics and statistics are weird, but I'm telling you right now, we're right where we want to be. We're right where we want to be, Clayton. Mm -hmm. You said it, John, and hey, math is hard. I get it. (laughs) Math math is hard. There's a a reason I didn't study math when I went to school. But yeah, we're we're in the best position we've been in, in the Shanahan era. It, it does not get better than this. No. Now, like you said, there are issues. Some of them are coaching. Some of them are personnel. But the, they, are not, they are not issues that cannot be solved. They aren't issues that we can't overcome as a team. And at the end of the day, the dice are going to fall where they fall. Or how- oh, oh, Clayton just uh, disappeared. He'll be back with us for sure. Um, but you know, I, I just want to, yeah, there he is. He, he's, he's, he'll be back in a second. Uh, when you hit up, the, when you he hit the wrong button, I hit the wrong button in the middle of my monologue. Who does that? Man? It happens, man. <laughs> uh, but I do want to wrap this up because I want to yeah. get, I want to let everybody get and watch that last game. It's, it's kind of a playoff atmosphere with the dolphins. Uh, I love Mike McDaniel. It doesn't mm-hmm. really affect the 49ers, but man, we are close to being out of football guys. Enjoy this. Enjoy this. We're going to have content for you guys all week, breaking down this game. Even if you don't think it's important, what can you take away from it? We're going to be paying attention to who we might be playing once the schedule comes out and all those things. But take away this. The 49ers are healthy. They're right where they need to be. As far as the health, like all those things, we are good. So, uh, Clayton, are there any more key comments or super chats we got to get to, buddy? Ed, you dropped this in right at the perfect time, my friend. We are so spoiled. John? With it's all the thing. dominant ball we've played this year. We are. It's true. And we're going to roll into the playoffs. We're going to be the San Francisco 49ers. We're going to do what we got to do. And hopefully we'll win some games. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Shanahan, all he does is win in the playoffs. It's the way he built the team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what he does. You <laughs> Crab cakes in football, baby. That's what, like, it's who we are. So I'm excited. Clayton, I want to say thank you. Really appreciate you for your time. Everybody out there, rough loss. No doubt about it. But uh, the big prize is still right there for us. The 49ers are right where they want to be. So until next time, we love y'all. Stay strong, faithful. Don't let this one keep you down. We'll talk at you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
faithful? Are you facing challenges getting new clients for your business? Power Brand Systems is changing the game for many businesses like yours. Score touchdowns worth of quality leads with their innovative online marketing tools. And also, I got to say this. The owner is part of the faithful, close friend of mine. He helped build the49ersrush.com, which is feeding my family. Whether you're aiming to skyrocket your business visibility with high converting ads, stand out on Google searches, or gather five-star reviews, Power Brand Systems has got your back. And my favorite thing about what they do, they have a social media planner feature that's a true game changer. I've been using it post-flow effortlessly across various social media accounts. You won't find this level of convenience anywhere else. And on top of that, you can try it for 14 days completely risk-free. Visit powerbrandsystems.com slash john j-o-h-n that's powerbrandsystems.com slash john to get started today because let's face it when it comes to boosting your business why make it complicated keep it simple keep it smart here's to your unstoppable success